Welcome food and fitness lovers to Tina's Ageless Kitchen. Welcome food and fitness lovers to Tina's Ageless Kitchen. I'm Chef Tina Martini. You might know me as the Medicine Chef. Well, today we're gonna look at viewers' questions. And from season two, the number one question was about calcium. So today we're gonna look at all the different ways to get calcium, both in a nutrition program that includes animal products and in a vegan nutrition program as well. And it's easier than you might think. Now really, the media has us believing that we need to take a thousand milligrams of calcium per day. That is a lot of calcium. Really, in most studies, the average human needs 350 milligrams of calcium a day. So please, chefs, go out there and do your research and see what's right for you. Because as we now know, people who take in less animal products, and that would be meat and dairy, they lose less calcium from their bones. Animal products actually sometimes create an environment where our body starts leaching the calcium out of the bones and of course this leads to osteoporosis and it also leads to heart disease. A lack of calcium and other minerals is one of the main causes of every disease that we know of. So the number one viewer question addressed tonight is where's the calcium? Here it is, chefs, we're gonna do a broccoli roasted in the oven with some other vegetables and these beautiful white buttery creamy cannellini beans. There's a lot of delicious medicine in here and we'll get to that in just a moment. So I've got my broccoli cut into little florets here and I think it's just more pleasant. Now most people think about steaming broccoli but tonight we're gonna roast the broccoli and that's gonna be just a little more special and bring out even more of that flavor. Now the broccoli is really, really dark green and it's got a lot of really strong smell to it. That smell that you're smelling is sulforaphane. Sulfur, really great important mineral. Sulforaphane is a great way to prevent hormone-based cancers. Now the broccoli also has something in it called indole-3 carbonyls. Now indole-3 carbonyls are like little Pac-Men and they go through the bloodstream and they clean off any of the environmental pollutants, free radicals, any of that kind of damage to the outside of the cell. Well the little indole-3 carbonyls gently eat around the cell and clean it off for us. So they're very important little guys in our blood and the broccoli is loaded with indole-3 carbonyls. Alright, I've got some bell pepper here for some beta-carotin vitamin A, very powerful weapon against cancer and many other diseases. I've got orange here and all I did was julienne the pieces. I've got the beautiful striped bell pepper so we get all of the different yellows, greens and reds. Alright, I've got some good quality olive oil here and I'm going to go ahead and put that down and we'll just roast it in a light little bit of olive oil. 
I've got some chopped up garlic and I rough chopped it so that it won't burn when we roast our vegetables. We really want the garlic to be able to stand up. And sometimes when we put too much color on the garlic, it can leave a really acrid, bitter taste or aftertaste on the palate. So we want to kind of rough chop it here today. All right, a little salt and pepper is going to do us just a little lifting of the flavors. And it also kind of speeds up the roasting. It's an abrasive on the skin of the vegetable and it also causes the water to come out so the vegetables roast nicely. All right, I've got some parchment paper here sprayed. And you've seen me use this before, chefs. It's the unbleached natural parchment. Remember, chlorine is one of the leading causes of hardening of the arteries. That's arterial sclerosis. And arterial sclerosis, we can do without, obviously. That's the beginning of heart disease. And chlorine really seems to be a contributor to that. So I like the natural parchment a little better. Okay, so we're just gonna dump all that good stuff down on there and just toss it around a little bit. Get the olive oil down on there, and that is just beautiful. We're gonna put this in the oven and let it roast for just a few minutes. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about our gluten-free noodles that we're gonna build our pasta on. This dish is delicious, warm or cold. You'll make the call because you're the chef. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Todd Allen Lowe of Allen's Pantry, and you're watching Foodie TV. All right, chefs, we're talking about the viewer's number one question from season two, and that's where's the calcium? Well, calcium is really everywhere, and there's some foods, of course, that are higher in calcium than others. Here's some facts about calcium. Plant calcium is not easily absorbed by the body, so we really need to help it along by giving it a little boost with some acid. So I'm gonna put some lemon juice in with our olive oil roasted vegetables, and that'll brighten the flavor. And of course, we love lemon on broccoli and roasted vegetables. It's just a beautiful little way to, again, spruce up that flavor. All right, chef, so we really do love the flavor and the brightening quality of fresh lemon juice. So I'm gonna go ahead and add some to our roasted vegetables. We're gonna bring those out of the oven in just a second, but let me tell you what the rest of the ingredients are. Now tonight, I'm gonna kinda make this a room temperature dish, but you can easily make this a really nice cold dish for a hot summer day, or you could go ahead and just heat the whole dish up and bring it to the table as a hot entree. All right, so I've got some gluten-free noodles here, and why not? Gluten-free gives us a break from all that phytoestrogen. Now, phytoestrogen is a benign source of estrogen. It actually protects the receptors against hormone-based cancers. However, we don't want too much of it, and we particularly don't want our men having too much phytoestrogen. An example of phytoestrogen would be edamame that you get at your favorite sushi restaurant. Another one is wheat. Wheat is very high in phytoestrogen. So we definitely want to take a break when we can from it. And it also just encourages us to change it up, not do the same thing every day. All right, so I've got the gluten-free pasta already cooked. I'm gonna go ahead and put the lemon juice down on that so that the noodles start to absorb the flavor of the juice. 
And then here's the magical bean here. I've got the cannellini beans, and these are the white buttery Italian beans. They are so delicious. Chefs, try making your hummus out of this next time. Leave the garbanzo beans out and switch to a cannellini bean. You're gonna love it. The buttery flavor is just magnificent. But here's the real kicker about the delicious medicine, chefs. Cannellini is the exact perfect portion and ratio of omega-3, 6, and 9. The omega-3 is much higher than the omega-6. Now, omega-6 and 9 are great for us, but not in too high of portion. So the cannellini beans are the best and most perfectly balanced of the omega-3 fatty acids. The garbanzos, chefs, I'm so sorry to tell you, they are at the very bottom of the list. They have the very worst ratio of omega-3, 6, and 9. The omega-6 is much, much higher in the garbanzo bean than the omega-3, and that's something we want to avoid. So a little bit of garbanzo beans, great, but eating hummus made of garbanzo beans every day really can lead to some unpleasant situations. All right, so I'm going to dump the cannellini beans. Now, I did use cannellini beans, but what I did was I ice bathed them. So I filled up the sink with a little bit of ice water and just sunk the beans down in a colander. That tightens the protein up and erases all of that kind of canned flavor and it also makes the bean have a nice fresh cooked flavor. All right, it's time to take the broccoli and the other vegetables out of the oven and we'll toss it all together. I'll be right back. Check out that crazy chef, star me. Chef Ernie, only on Foodie TV. All right, chefs, so I've pulled our beautiful roasted vegetables out, and that's just a great way to serve any vegetable. I'll tell you what one of my favorites is, is cauliflower roasted with a little bit of lemon zest. Unbelievable. All right, so I've got my pine nuts here, and nuts are very high in calcium. They're a great source of calcium. The nut that's highest in calcium is almonds. Almonds are great for our skin, but they also have that mineral component that helps the heart beat, it helps blood clot, it also helps our nervous system stay strong. So we really, really value calcium. It also is deeply connected to the quality of sleep that we get. All right, so I put a little bit of color on our pine nuts just to bring that nuttiness out, but we don't want to do too much with our nuts, chef, because that kills the essential fatty acids. It kills the nutrients, so just a light toasting. Now, one of the tips that you may have heard me give before, it's one of my favorites, is to divide the recipe nuts in half. Roast only half of them and pour those roasted ones down on top of the raw ones. Let them sit for five minutes and the raw nuts absorb the toasty flavor of the cooked or toasted nuts without damaging any of the precious essential fatty acid. All right, pine nuts really help stave off a big appetite. They're one of our best appetite suppressants but they're also delicious and buttery and they really pair naturally with that cannellini bean. All right, so we'll put those to the side and save those for later to see if we need any more. We've got our salt and pepper, we've got our gluten-free noodles, our beans, our lemon juice. Now let's go ahead and get our vegetables in. You know what, I'm not even gonna mess with a hot pad. We chefs, we have asbestos fingers, but don't you do this at home. I'm just gonna pick up the parchment and we're gonna just roll our veg right in there. Oh, 
gosh, that looks and smells amazing. The garlic is real buttery. I mean, everything in this recipe is really got a great texture. Let's go ahead and move this to the side and get our tongs out. That'll be better. And now if we want to keep this vegan, which it's really easy to do, we can still enjoy a really delicious kind of nutty, cheesy flavor without the dairy. So let's go ahead and employ some of our nutritional yeast. And of course that's loaded with B vitamins. And it does give it a really nice nutty, cheesy flavor. So let's just toss the pasta around. Now our veg are warm enough to warm the pasta and the beans through a little bit, but of course if you wanted to put this back in the pan and put a little bit more lemon juice and olive oil, that would be great. Alright, so our gluten-free pasta dish is ready to bring to the bowl and it is gorgeous and just loaded with all kinds of bite. Look at all those different beautiful colors and then those gorgeous cannellini beans and our pine nuts. The next recipe we're going to look into is something that's loaded with comfort and calcium. That's a baked potato soup. Does that sound good, chefs? Come on back and let's make it together. Okay, food and fitness lovers, it's time for a really great dose of calcium in the form of baked potato soup. Nothing's more comforting than a great bowl of potato soup. Now, how are we gonna make it just a little more healthy and a little more loaded with that delicious medicine that we're always looking for? Now, what I've got over here is I've got some red skin potatoes, finely diced, and they're boiling in a vegan chicken broth. And I've showed it to you before, chefs. I use the cubes of the vegan bouillon, and it's just like the old school bouillon that our moms and grandmoms used to use. This is a vegan product though and it is chicken flavored or beef flavored really nice really convenient and you get kind of that old school flavor without using the animal products now I've got the red skin potatoes which are a little lower in starch and of course they're red so they have those great anthocyanocytes in them to strengthen our vascular system they're cooking in the vegan chicken broth and that's going to infuse those potatoes with a great rich golden flavor all right so let those cook and let's go ahead and saute up some mirepoix. A mirepoix is the foundation of a soup, stock, or stew. Now I'm going to use a little different mirepoix. Normally it's onion, carrot, and celery. I'm going to leave the celery out today and just sweeten the mix with a little bit of carrot. So I'm going to put some uh, grapeseed oil here or avocado oil works, whatever kind of oil you're using. Coconut oil, of course, is one of our favorites, isn't it? Let's go ahead and put some oil down and we'll get that heat going. And we've got our potatoes boiling in the back. And once that pan gets hot, then we'll go ahead and drop our onions, our garlic, and our carrots. We'll season those with a little SNP and just bring out that sweetness and that nice earthy flavor of our onions. Now, what kind of medicine do we have going here? Well, we've got abscisic acid, which really boosts the immune function. We've got allium compounds and quercetin here, and we've also got camphorol. Camphorol is a flavonoid, and we've spoken of groups of these standalone super antioxidants, and camphorol is one of those in the group flavonoid. Camphorol is one of our greatest hopes in curing diseases like cancer. So we've got lots of that going on here. My oil's hot, my potatoes are boiling, so let's go ahead and put the carrots down. 
We're gonna put those down and let them go just for a moment. Just kind of move them around in the oil a little bit. And let's go ahead and put in a little salt and pepper. And that's gonna bring out that natural sweetness. Just a little bit to start, chefs. Remember that the difference between a really well-schooled chef or a really well-schooled cook at home is the finesse with which we handle each individual ingredient. Now, the difference is most people kind of dump everything together and just hope for the best and maybe they season at the end. A very skilled cook or chef will maximize or bring each ingredient on its own to its fullest potential. So we want to bring out the sweetness in the carrots, we want to bring out the caramelization in the onions. After all, we're doing a baked potato soup. We want to have those nice reminiscent flavors of a really delicious baked potato. All right, let's stir that around just a little bit and see how we're looking over here with our potatoes. Our potatoes, they're doing good. They're swimming around in their little vegan chicken broth. Okay, this is looking perfect. I'm gonna go ahead and add in our garlic now, and I've rough chopped our garlic just to make it a little more earthy, a little more rustic. That goes down, and let's move all of our garbage. Okay, let's let that work for just a moment, and I'll tell you what the rest of the ingredients are. We've got some heavy cream here, or half and half, your choice. Now, if you're not doing dairy at all, go ahead and use a fortified almond milk. These fortified milks really are a great way for a vegan to get their calcium. And remember, if you're a meat eater, we definitely want to kind of take a break from that during the week, maybe one vegetarian or vegan day to start, and then move with your family and see how far they'll stretch their limits. So I'm going to go ahead and use half and half here. We're going to use just a little bit. It's the creaminess and the starch in the potato that's going to give us the majority of the body for our soup. Let's see how our mirepoix is doing, chefs. Okay, this is looking beautiful. Let me step away and let you see all the pretty colors. All right, and the aromas are starting to come out so we know we're almost there. Now our ingredient here next to the half and half is yogurt, and I've used a Greek 2% milk fat yogurt. Again, you can find great vegan sources of yogurt if you'd like. You could use coconut milk here too. It would add a delicious, exotic undernote to the soup. And if you're not into that or that adventurous, then go ahead and stick with some good old sour cream. Sour cream is fermented, and so it really helps the body uptake and maximize the nutrients. Now everybody, let's just look at the scientific facts. Animal calcium is more readily available. That's just the way it is, it's the facts. But if we use our plant-based calcium along with an acidic environment, maybe a little vinegar or some lemon juice, then you know that you're maximizing your ability to use that calcium, whether it comes from a plant or an animal. Okay, so here we go. A little bit of color is starting to come on, so I wanna take that off the fire. And let's go ahead and cut that heat and we'll move our potatoes forward and see how they're doing. Let's go ahead and use our towel so we don't burn ourselves. And I think we can safely get rid of that heat. Let's test our potatoes and see how they're doing. Just wanna see that they're cooked. Oh yes, they're nice and soft, okay. 
So we're all ready in our broth. We don't have to strain the potatoes, rinse the potatoes, or mess with that. They're infused with that delicious vegan chicken broth, and it gives them a beautiful, rich golden color that's gonna translate really beautiful into your soup. All right, let's go ahead and add our mirepoix to our soup. Great looking stuff there. And I'm gonna go ahead and stir that around. And let's go ahead and let that cook for just a moment more. I'm gonna go ahead and put some heat back under that and let's put our lid on. We don't wanna let our heat escape. So if you want things to happen in the kitchen a little more quickly, make sure you do use your lids on your pots. It really does make a difference. Okay, so we've got our garnishes here of a little bit of white cheddar cheese. And I really like that. It's a really nice cave aged, really crumbly and dry white cheddar. And of course, you're not using any dyes. That yellow cheddar is great. And normally it's colored with annatto seed, which is a natural plant dye. But I think the bright orange sometimes is a little off-putting. So I like this very rich, creamy looking white cheddar. We've got some bias cut green onions, and that's just a classic on our baked potato. So as you can see, we're going for the traditional flavors with a little bit of sour cream or yogurt, a little bit of the green onion, and the delicious white cheddar cheese. Well, when we come back, we're gonna put it all together, and I've got a really delicious, special calcium-fortified cocktail. You heard me right, a calcium-fortified cocktail. Come have one with me in just a moment. Hi, I'm Chef Molly Bravo, the host of Organicopia, the total organic experience. Organicopia is about buying local, eating seasonal, making great food for the people that we love. I'd love for you to join me here at my homestead in the Santa Cruz Mountains where I'm learning to live off the land as much as possible. And what I can't do on my own piece of property, I'm going to support local farmers and the people around me to bring our community together and our families together through great food. All right, food and fitness lovers, we're back to our soup and we're making a really comfortable bowl of baked potato soup. Now come over here and take a look with me. I used an old school potato masher, but if you've got a boat motor in your kitchen and you know what I'm talking about, an immersion blender. The boat motor, by the way, came from the great Emerald Lagasse. I can't take credit for that. All right, so I took the old school potato masher and just kind of mashed it up a little bit, but I did leave some texture. So you can see that you're gonna be able to really know what you're eating as far as what vegetables are in the soup. All right, let's go ahead and finish. Now I've killed the heat as you can see. If you start to add the cream into a liquid that's already too hot, the cream's just gonna break and come apart and it's gonna look curdled in the bowl and we don't want that. It's very unpleasant to the eye. Let's come over here and get it off the heat completely. And then I'm just gonna move it around and mash it just a little bit more and that way you can see the texture a little bit better. And then let's go ahead and add in our cream and I'm using half and half here. And you know, I'm not gonna use all of that. I don't think we really need it. Let's go ahead and stir it in and see what the texture looks like. Oh boy, that's perfect. Okay, now two things that scream for salt, and one is potatoes and the other is chicken. So don't go light-handed on that because you're gonna really end up with a bland dish. So let's go ahead and do a little salt and pepper 
And of course the kosher salt or whatever kind of pink Himalayan or whatever kind of sea salt you like. All right, so we've got a real nice consistency and we're gonna thicken it up just a little bit with our Greek yogurt. Now this gives it a little bit of a snap as well, just like your sour cream would. I'm gonna use all of that and I'm gonna stir it in and let's go ahead and get ready for service. Let's bring a pretty little bowl over here and we'll just pour that right in. Actually, it's kind of splashing a little bit. Let's use our ladle. Okay, and we'll ladle that right in. Isn't that beautiful? What a great texture, too. It's kind of a rustic potato soup because you've got different textures and flavors. Oh, boy, I can't wait. There we go. All right, let's garnish. And so I'm just gonna put the white cheddar right on top and let that melt right into the soup. And I'm gonna sprinkle just a few of our bias cut green onions. All right, I think you'll agree, chefs, anyone would love to receive that bowl of creamy potato soup. You ready for a cocktail? I know I am. Come on back and have some grand champagne. All right, chefs, well, it's time for a really beautiful cocktail, and we're going to use our high-calcium strawberries, and strawberries are acidic. They've got that little snap to them, and they're a little bit tart, and what we find is that a lot of times nature does suspend calcium in an already acidic environment for us, and we know we can't uptake calcium without being in an acidic environment, so the strawberry is perfect. Now, lots and lots of berries have good source of calcium, but the strawberry happens to be the number one choice. All right, we're going to make a grand champagne here, and so I've got my organic strawberries already cleaned, and I moved them apart a little bit. It helps just to break them apart a little bit. That way the blender doesn't have to work so hard and ingredients mix more quickly. All right, so we're going to go ahead and put the strawberries in. Really beautiful organic strawberries. And then this is Grand Meunier. Now, I don't know how much delicious medicine is in here, but I do know that a little bit is good for the soul. All right, let's go ahead and put four ounces in. Woo! Party's getting started now, chefs! And some raw honey. We want to sweeten that up. And you know, whatever sweetener works for you or that you use in your nutrition program. But I'm going to use a little bit of the raw honey because it happens to be my favorite. And then we're going to just whiz this up real quick. So let's go ahead and put our blender. And that's our strawberry honey and Grand Meunier puree. Here we go. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a nice chilled glass, and I've got mine here. Oh, that smells delicious. And we're just gonna pour a little bit of the strawberries and the Grand Meunier in. And then we're gonna take a little bit of champagne or Prosecco, be careful, because it'll fizz. And then we're just gonna add that in, add it in slowly, chefs, because it is gonna poof up. There we go, bioflavonoids anti-aging elogic acid and isn't it beautiful on top of it oh that's gorgeous all right chefs i think we better take a look at all the fine work that we did today in answering our number one viewer question from season two hey where's the calcium i'll be right back and we'll look at our masterpieces together
Okay, chefs, let's take a look at our beautiful masterpieces that are high in calcium. And we've set them up in such a way that we're gonna absorb all that calcium and use it as well. Now, when we overtake calcium or we have an abundance of calcium storing up in our body, that leads to things like kidney stones. So we wanna be really careful. And I do wanna talk about the strawberry for just a moment. Strawberries have something called oxalic acid in them, and they actually block the absorption of calcium. So even though the strawberry is very high in calcium, it does have that oxalate in it, which tends to block the absorption. So again, we want to give it a little bit of a boost by putting it in that acidic environment. Okay, so we did our gluten-free pasta here, and there's so many great types of gluten-free pasta now that we can all enjoy all the pasta that we want. We oven roasted our vegetables and blended all the pasta and veg in with lemon juice, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little bit of our nutritional yeast for a cheesy taste without the cheese. We've got our baked potato soup here topped with a cave-aged white cheddar, and we finished it with a little bit of our allium compounds, the green onions. I'm gonna say here's to your health at this point, chefs, and have myself a little bit of our strawberry grand champagne. Well, I hope you've enjoyed your time with me as much as I've enjoyed my time with you. I'm Chef Tina Martini. Here's to your health.